3: Visit 80 to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter
4: Com slash compatibility. According to Omarosa's new book, Eric Trump's wife, Lara Trump, insisted that women on the Trump campaign wear dresses and heels. Said President Trump, hold up,
0: Eric's married? <laughs> ah, I see. The portrayal of Eric Trump is somehow pathetic and inadequate. A <laughs> popular trope in America's comedy scene.
4: So, uh, when do you want to talk about the Catholic Church situation? I know Marshall's got it in his news, but I have things yeah. to say. Oh, do you? Well, when, when do we want to talk about gosh, it? Gosh, I don't know. After the news, maybe. I don't know. It's just It's horrible. We've talked about it before. On some level, I don't want to talk about it, but... Um, we talked about it before years ago. It deserves to be talked about again. I think
0: it, it it tells tales of humanity that have significance beyond the Catholic Church. I think it helps you understand the way humans really behave, and you ought to keep it in mind in terms of all great institutions, including government.
4: Yeah, okay, I keep wanting to get into it, but if I get into it, we'll get into
0: it. Yeah, let me let me interrupt the flow this way. Joe hits Dahoe is the way Friday's Fest is being described by many people. Uh, I'm I'm picking up a pickup truck and driving it home from Boise, Idaho. Because it was exactly the truck I was looking for. And I thought while I'm there, I know we have a lot of folks who listen online and podcasts and stuff, some transplants, some not, in uh, in Idaho, in the Boise area. And so I want to go out and, and buy y'all's a beer and uh Or you buy me one or something. The point is we'll get drunk anyway. (laughs) Where was I? Uh, Friday (laughs) night. Friday night, 630. Email me if you want. I'll give you the details. Um, uh, Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
4: Got Omarosa arguing with Savannah Guthrie, who is a uh, lawyer um, and pretty good on the Today Show. Yesterday, we'll hit you that in a a little bit. New study that um, more than eight hours of sleep increases your likelihood of an early death. Um, Global study, 3 million people. That's a lot of data. I want more. <laughs> Pull another million people. Get back to me. Examine more than 3 million people to see if there was a link between how much sleep a person self-reported and their risk of cardiovascular disease and stroke mortality. Kind of got interesting because I, I got to think that in human history, there have been uh, very few periods of time where very many people could sleep a lot. I don't know. Because you had to get up early and take care of animals and farm and all that different sort of stuff. Yeah, but you generally go to bed when the sun went down. I don't know. I don't know either. You think people slept a lot? I mean, my dad grew up with a lot of electricity. He doesn't say they uh, got lots of sleep. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pig ignorant on this topic.
0: I'm a, as stupid as a dog.
4: Anyway, scientists say the results were striking. Participants reported sleeping for 10 hours or more a night. That's a lot of sleep ten hours or more a night. I haven't done that in geez, I don't know, a decade. That's right. Wow. wow. Um and only then if I was sick or really hung over. I mean, ten hours is a lot of sleep. Oh my gosh, you
0: go to bed at say eleven. Huh, you wake up at nine? That's perfect, perfectly good math right there. Well thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm just I'm picturing <laughs> teenagers I've known. Of course, they get like no sleep a lot way too little no, then sleep for the extraordinary amounts yeah. of time I remember but when plus, I plus yeah the, the teenagers just physiologically
4: are different yeah, yeah. yeah but uh and if if I sleep a long time I remember my dad telling me this when I was young and I was sleeping too much before I started working at age 14 and I've never had much sleep since then Dirt. but um uh, uh that it makes you feel worse and gives you less energy and it's true you get too much sleep and you just feel like oh the only thing that sounds good is going back to bed there's it's a weird. sweet spot no doubt yeah Anyway, uh, 30% increase in early death as compared to people who said they only got around seven hours of sleep a night. Now, I went through this whole article, and they don't get into any of the, like, Freakonomic sort of stuff where you'd say, well, the sort of person that gets ten hours of sleep or more, what else do they have in common in terms of a lifestyle? Right, is it a cause or an effect? Is it the sort of person that tends to eat a lot of junk food or drink a lot, or get no exercise, or any of those things? I'm guessing yes, by or the way. Or is obese. I'm guessing yes, by the way. I'm guessing that the sort of person that gets 10 hours or more sleep tends to not exercise, eat crappy, and not exercise. I said that one twice. Mm. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, drink too much. Uh-huh. Um. I'm just guessing. I don't know, but that'd be my guess. And uh, so that might be the reason you have a 30% increase in cardiovascular problems, not the sleep. That's the problem with a study like that. Sleep and or the
0: journalism that has no idea how science works so doesn't make it clear in the study whether that's been eliminated or not. Right. So you've wasted our time. <laughs>
4: Uh, I could have been sleeping through that. I'm surprised Marshall bidding. didn't beat you to that story. I would be better rested if I had slept through that report right there. Right. Okay, Savannah Guthrie. She is, uh, she's a cutesy on the Today Show now, and like she's dancing with Rod Stewart and stuff like that, but she came up as the legal correspondent for NBC News and was great at it. Right. But she also has a very, she's cute and has a cute personality, so she's making way more money than her law degree would have ever gotten her. Is being a cutesy on the Today Show. So now she's a lightweight and fabulously wealthy. But she arguing with Omarosa. Here's a little montage of it.
1: The other question is Is General Kelly running this country or is the president running this country? Because he said he didn't know and they run a big operation. That's who is the, the honesty they? Issue. Wait, 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 Do you think wait, the wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Who is the they in the tape? You can't ask the question and then ask another question without my answer. There was a report that said that he lied almost 4,000 lies in the last year. Have you known that he's, he is a liar, as you say? Well, absolutely. He Why tells... don't you work for him? Savannah, slow down. I'm going to ask your question. Don't worry, I'm here. I've got all the time Yeah, no, need. but I'm... Yeah. So you don't have to ask 10 questions in one second. It's okay. The moment I said I would like to leave and they said I can't go, it became false imprisonment. Calm down. And the other part of this is... I'm going to tell you that there are other people who have been treated this way by General Kelly. Have you read the book? Yes, but have you? Okay. I have. I answered that question, Savannah. So what's the next question? So I was being very careful because I came out of that situation room. I was terrified. Why? I was concerned about almost, I'm almost done. Someone told me in the White House that they had destroyed some of my personal effects. And I want them back, Savannah. What about mental health? That is another part of the interview. You said that... I'm almost... you, 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 you talk know. about the book you know is called that, Unhinged. You know that we have an interview right after this. Yeah. And I know that you want to go with more time. But I will answer your last question, and you see that the time is Yeah, out. what time do you need to go? No, you know that it's a seven minute interview. Now we're at 10.
4: <laughs> I don't know how satisfying that was, but. Uh, wow. Um, oh, that was something.
0: <laughs> ah! Wow. Wow. Wow! So
4: a couple of those things, I don't. President re- called her a dog. the The word for a female dog leaps to mind. I don't remember uh, her saying I want to leave, and they said she couldn't leave. The false imprisonment stuff. But the other one that the that she's been making a big deal out of uh, is when she asked, "Does President Trump know about this?" And uh, he says. Let's not go down this road. It's a non. This is a non-negotiate, non-negotiable situation. Something like that. Yeah, he says something along the lines because what she's referring to is uh, maybe maybe it's when the uh, she's talking to the president on the phone. That tape came out, Mm -hmm. and he says, "No, I didn't know anything about this." And so she's been trying to make hay with this. Who's running the White House? Is it the president or the chief of staff? The president is not in charge. And and Chuck Todd, to his credit, sleepy eyed Chuck Todd, sleeping, that's son, sleeping of a bitch. son of a bitch. That's right. Yay! Weirdest insult ever.
0: Well, he's got an elevated risk of heart disease, according to one quack study I heard. Anyway,
4: what were you saying? But to Chuck Todd's credit, he said to Amorosa. He said, I've covered a lot of White, white Houses. It's completely in, in keeping with the way White Houses work that you would be let go by the chief of staff without the president knowing about it. That's not uncommon at all. And, uh, well, they, who's running the White House? When he says they made a decision, that makes it sound like the president's not making the decision. Who is they? Okay, uh, Marosa, I just I just explained to you that that's, <laughs> this is not uncommon. This is yeah. the way they do it. So uh, I appreciate She has built up so much hatred among the mainstream media because they hate her for supporting Trump throughout the campaign in the first year, uh, that they're they're not even <laughs> letting her go on some of this stuff, even though she switched to their side. Right. Right. They're giving her plenty of airtime, though. Oh, because yeah. Because she's anti-Trump. No doubt
0: about it. And you missed the Omarosa phenomenon. I caught it enough to understand it. Yeah, I never watched The Apprentice. She so. was loathed on The Apprentice. She was a villain. She was amoral, a congenital liar and granted, you know the way they edit reality shows and they feed you lines and the rest of it. They feed you uh, to the lions? No <laughs> Lines, lines oh. isn't things to say. I would have um, watched. But, <laughs> but her entire rep, which was well earned, is this person is morally reprehensible.
4: Well, she apparently is. Yes. She records every phone call in the moment that it's and she talks about in glowing terms about how great these people are to the moment it doesn't benefit her. And then she's willing to try to completely destroy a president of the United States. Right. You know, so
0: there you go. Right. And 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 jaw at and condescend to Savannah Guthrie in fine style.
4: Yeah, well, I, like I said, I think she might be about done on the national stage. It's hard to imagine her making a comeback. I suppose if uh, if a tape comes out of her dropping an n bomb, maybe she makes a comeback on the national stage. But we won't really need her anymore. Who knows how many hours of tapes she has of various conversations and phone calls? And the, are you they know, are she... they all of this level though? I mean, so far they've mostly been what you'd expect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's what it sounds like when you get fired. Right. Um, I'll sure. only be here for a few minutes. These men are lawyers. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so reality television drama is her natural resting place, though. This yeah. is this is her inner element, and I think sure. she's really good at it. Yeah, Chip, right. yeah. You know, right? You're right. And I've seen her interviewed enough. She's sharp. She is oh, yeah. no dummy at all. Oh well, yeah, break no doubt. On um, and <laughs> you're right. She might know. But, uh, she might have. She might have a big whiteboard. In her lair. I'm going to assume she has a lair. Um, she might have a big whiteboard in her lair with this tape this day. Okay, on Tuesday the 9th, this is when this is going to come out. Yeah. This will have peaked. So she she might be doing it that Because way. another thing that she's done, and she did it with the the staffer who came out and denied ever having the conversation, then released the tape, right? So the, the, the reality show playbook for this is you wait for people to counteract something that you have proof of then it's a perjury the trap there you go so that i, I could see and, that kind of being and as you said play. as you said earlier she learned from the master yep you know often
0: we talk about things that are very different from the mainstream media when we do talk about what they're talking about we don't take it seriously but there are times even when we're doing that that i'm a little ashamed <laughs> we're talking about it <laughs> as it is so clearly just a
4: dumb sideshow well, it's not going to be a sideshow if there are tapes of him dropping an inbox. What effect it'll have, I don't know. Could be minimal, but that'll be that'll be a thing.
0: Jerry, sure, you'll have parents disowning their children, cats eating dogs, fire falling from the sky. It'll be unbelievable. <laughs> they don't
4: tune out of cable news for a moment. That might be the day. Be killed. That might be the day I sleep <laughs> ten hours. <laughs> to try to miss that whole thing. I'm going on vacation. If it's important, it'll still be important in a week. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong
1: and Getty.
0: The conscience Of of the nation.
2: Viable and modern source for news
4: and entertainment. That's right. And don't forget it. It was on this day in 1877 that Thomas Edison suggested the word hello as a telephone greeting, and the idea apparently caught on. Wow, the great man. Mm -hmm. His influence being felt even today.
0: Also, on stupid thing to say, given his influence.
4: Another birthday, Maxine Waters is 80 years old today. Oh. Um,. The only industry in which we encourage 80 year olds to continue working, the only one, tell me another one, in which we think 80 year olds are a good idea for this industry. Name one other than politics. I can't come up with one. No. No. It's laughable in anything else, but in politics, makes perfectly good sense. Walmart greeters? That's That's an example, Michael.
0: Well, at least she's not 80 years old and constantly gives every sign that she's a fruit loop and not to be listened to. So, uh, on a more serious note, we were talking about the death penalty yesterday at one point. What was the context in which it arose? I can't even remember. Oh, that's right. Nebraska, where the uh, legislature had ended the death penalty. The governor uh, vetoed it. They overrode the veto and made the death penalty completely illegal in Nebraska, which was then overrode in vast numbers by the population of that state.
4: Well, then the interesting thing, they actually snuffed somebody using the common opiates. It's killing people all across the country.
0: Right. They gave him a, a, a buttload of fentanyl and it was all over. Good night. I mean, it's it's so obvious that the whole, oh, these, these drugs are not safe. I mean, the, the, number one, the guy's supposed to end up dead. So what does not safe mean? And number two, because it caused t- cancer. Twitch, right? Guy twitches a little and is vaguely uncomfortable for five minutes. That that's not a way to execute somebody. That's just it's a dodge to to delay the death penalty uh, by people who don't think the death penalty should exist. And there are a lot of fine people who have that opinion. Um, we have a lot of ambivalence about it ourselves around here. Um, you know, my position, very briefly stated, is. If you're going to grant the state the power to take people's lives, they'd better be really, really, really good at it. And I don't think they are. Mm. On the other hand, we got this note from a gent who will remain, remain anonymous at his request. My son was murdered in 2016, and I agree with Jack that the death penalty will not likely bring an end or great reduction to the grief of one of a victim's family and friends. <clears throat> However, it is, it's extremely important that capital punishment be left on the books. Since our son's death, we have met quite a few people who are going through or have gone through what we are dealing with. It's clear to us that parole hearings for convicted murderers are very, very rough on victims' families. Mm. They require rehashing and reliving horribly painful memories and are seen slowly creeping towards them years before they arrive. A sentence of life without the possibility of parole spares this recurring storm cloud that washes away fragile scar tissue, reopening the wounds of the soul every five to ten years.
4: So, would that be the best thing then? life with no parole, so you don't have the hearings and no death penalty? Mm-mm. no A
0: huge number of murder cases plead down from the max possible sentence. If the death penalty is the starting point for negotiations, pleading down to life without parole is a real possibility and is the best case for victims' loved ones. If this maximum sentence is gone, <clears throat> excuse me, then negotiations start at life without parole and plead down from there.
4: I wonder if there's any way around that.
3: It's
0: a good not. question. Meaning more families having their lives and spirits re-brutalized by the parole system as they work to keep the murderers behind bars. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are thinking that we, victims' families, should stay away from the parole hearings and just go on with That's our lives. That's what I was
4: just thinking. There Do are, you have to show up to make sure they stay in?
0: There are two problems with this. One, hearing from the family make a huge difference to the parole board. Oh, uh, God. Although members of the board would never admit it. So oh avoiding God. them increases the possibility of the murderer getting back on wow. the street earlier.
4: Wow, so you got two choices. The worst thing you can possibly imagine happening in your life, and you got two choices. Right. You can either ignore it, and then the scumbag maybe gets out and does it to somebody else or you, mm. or you can show up and retell that story in front of a bunch of strangers every so often. Nice and uh, as the victim of something that's this really nice
0: makes further makes the point to the huge majority of us that's completely unrealistic we alone speak for the victim the criminal justice prosecutors and others speak for the state they have interests that compete with justice like their huge caseload I believe the DAs in my county have a backlog backlog of roughly 10 cases at any given time and pressure from state administrators and politicians to reduce prison populations. Again, we alone speak for the victim. It's not possible to ever recover completely when your child or other family member is murdered. I'm
4: sure but,
5: that's true.
0: But the California justice system does an amazing job of keeping the wounds open. Removing the death penalty would only make this worse.
4: Boy, how have we not fixed this part of the... Uh, the prison system i mean all the other stuff that you want to argue about on the edges of you know uh, what's a felony and what's a misdemeanor and all that sort of stuff that we talk about all the time but the the hardcore super awful crimes you would thought we would have figured that out by now
0: yeah you the would. best way to handle it if there's nobody to bribe legislatures uh, legislators and legislatures and and no huge massive voters ready to vote on one thing or another it just doesn't happen it's one of the great flaws of democracy That's why we need a philosopher king.
4: If we're going to have a death penalty, I'd be all for uh, uh, using it for these uh, Catholic priests and or administrators who were um, not only uh, raping children, but uh, hiding it. So that they could rape more children. I'd, I'd be and if you're going to have a praising the rapists. If you're going to have a death penalty, I don't mind applying it to them. I really don't. I you're think right that's enough of a crime. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Hundreds
6: of priests, thousands of victims. We've got more on that explosive report on the predator priests. And my friends, get ready for the four-day school week.
4: How's that going to work? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. How's that going to work? Go all summer long? Well, I guess I'll stay tuned for that got a horrifying example of what one of these priests did. I mean, just, you can't believe it.
0: Well, and again, it was covered up and or they were praised and promoted.
4: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Today's today show the battle oval over, over emotional support animals on cruise ships i didn't know that was a thing oh it's a thing everywhere middle-aged ladies are found so you're gonna bring your freaking oh, and others you're gonna bring your dog onto the cruise ship that we're on for the next three weeks what it's my support animal where is it gonna pee and poop i, I don't know yeah
0: In on the, the toilet on the poop deck <laughs> come on you proud of yourself no no. Listen, if you're too anxious uh, to be on a cruise without a, 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 an animal, don't go on a cruise.
4: Yeah, if 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 floating silently, calmly in the ocean while drunk and overfed makes you too anxious, and you probably just can't handle much. Let's get the news now, with Marsha Phillips. Well, over 300 Catholic priests in
6: Pennsylvania are suspected of sexual abuse over several decades. A new report by the Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro says over a 1,000 child victims have been identified and involved six dioceses in the state. Shapiro
5: saying, We feel certain that many victims never came forward and that the diocese did not create written records every single time they heard something about abuse, the, the grand jurors wrote.
0: I, I also, you know, not to nitpick, but he means they didn't come forward this time. Yeah. They came forward in the past and begged... Other church officials, or parents, or whomever, to believe them, and were told to shut up. Um, and they haven't come forward again. Some of uh, some of whom I'm sure, because they are no longer with us. Um, but the number, the true number of victims, will never be known. But it's almost certain to be a, a, a multiple thousands.
4: So I want to talk more about this in depth coming up uh, after the newscast. But hit you with this example from the report in the, in the diocese of Pittsburgh, in which there were 99 predator priests named. How could you have? freaking hundred priests that were abusing children, raping children in one city. I mean, how is that freaking possible? A group of at least four predator priests groomed and abused young boys. They used whips, violence, and sadism in sexually assaulting their young victims. One boy, not yet 18, was forced to stand on a bed in a rectory, stripped naked, and pose as Jesus Christ on the cross for the priests. They took photo- photos of their victim, adding them to their collection of child pornography, which they produced and shared on church grounds. How far off effing track are you? I mean, as an individual, but as a group, right. you've got a bunch of people that are, yeah, I'm okay with this, you're okay with this, he's okay, we're all okay with this, and we're going to do with this, to this kid. How is that even possible? Those people are completely crazy. They are sadists. They should be executed. They certainly should be locked up forever. Almost nobody is going to face any criminal charges because the statute of limitations have passed or the people are dead. It's incredible.
6: Shapiro going on to further describe the extensive web laid
5: out by the priests. To make it easier to target their victims, the priests gave their favored boys gifts. Gold crosses to wear as necklaces. The crosses were markings of which boys had been groomed for abuse. The grand jury saw one of those gold crosses when one of the victims of the Pittsburgh priests testified. One of the main
0: aiders and abettors to the rape is now the, the head of the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., Got to be out of his job today. If he's it's not, hard to imagine no. how Catholics wouldn't demand for no. the complete tearing down and rebuilding of the Catholic Church. <sighs>
4: yeah, if, if he's still in his job by the end of the day, and at not the very least, you know, duties taken away while we investigate more. At the very least, if he's still just continuing, how could that be? Is it people that don't believe this is true, or what? And those those obviously were not men of god you are participants in a rape factory a child rape factory it's just it's just it's it's impossible to comprehend but it has happened all over the country for decade upon decade maybe centuries virtually everywhere virtually everywhere and, and in other countries i named several yeah. of them are dealing with scandals right now so you just got to accept that it's a thing
6: All right, switching gears. We have got a move going on right now to shorten the school week. A district in Colorado joining districts in Oregon and several other states are cutting their work or their school week down to four days, taking Monday away as a school day in a move that it contends will cut costs and attract teachers.
0: (laughs) Well, it'll surely do that. What about the kids? What about education? Sorry, I mean, I, I hate to throw that into the discussion and distract everybody. Middle
6: school and high school students will go to school on Tuesday through Fridays from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Teachers will have to work one Monday a month for just half a day. The district is saying the change is going to save a million dollars a year in funds that would otherwise have to be
4: used to pay substitute teachers and run school buses. It's, it, it works for my lifestyle, but for a lot of people, school is their child care, yep. and that's going to be a,
6: a huge problem. Now, the district is saying it would offer child care for children under 12 years old on Mondays for $30. So this is, uh, the experiment is continuing to expand. As I say, there's four to five states already uh, trying this out.
0: Got a great note from an educator that fears for his or her job and wrote uh, Jack Joe. We were talking about education and fads and money and the rest of it. And there's no more, uh, no group more prone to fads than education. Big education is a multi-billion dollar industry. The poor people teach, the rich people create programs to enhance the educational experience. School districts pressured to show constant improvement routinely pay thousands or tens of thousands of dollars a day to speakers to introduce the so-called latest teaching techniques that will boost test scores, reduce classroom disruption, or meet new educational requirements implemented by the state. In the end, nothing changes except an unending cycle of wasteful spending on programs that seldom ever deliver on their promises. If the public knew how much money was wasted in education, real reform might actually happen.
4: Yeah, boy, and if you try to cut education to, or cut money to education, people scream immediately. You don't care about educating kids? You are a moron if you say that. You're like, just an
0: idiot. Like virtually every government program that quote unquote needs more money, it's not a question of more money, it's a question of what's happening with the money. Where's the money being wasted? What are the priorities Wait, there? And the idea and, a- and like the Catholic Church, it as a bureaucracy spends all day long protecting itself and not executing its mission.
4: The idea of a new way to teach math after uh, thousands yeah, of fun. years is just really right. quite hilarious. Well, and
0: and I love the Oh wait, it'll uh, reduce uh, it'll uh, reduce costs. Costs, yes.
4: Yeah, and and attract more teachers. Yes.
0: That's not what you're doing. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not your mission.
4: There's a teacher shortage all over the country, rural, urban, rich, poor, right. everywhere. And we took calls and emails, and they all said the same thing. It wasn't the pay. It wasn't all the stuff you hear about in the news. It was. It's become sucky to be a teacher. It's the paperwork. It's the. It's the Common Core. It's the all kinds of that crap.
0: It's the inability to run a classroom yeah. because if you dare discipline any child, right. your God help you. There you go. That's rep at your news.
6: I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show: The Conscience of the Nation. <laughs>
4: So as much as I hate to, I want to have a little conversation about this Catholic Church thing. Um, you know, uh, it's been, this scandal's been around for a long time. We just have another example of it. But, you know, the v- volleyball coaches, the swim coaches, the gymnastics coaches, just what, what, what the hell is going on? And then what special thing is going on with the Catholic Church with the celibacy and the... What, what? It's got to play a role, doesn't it? Catholics, you
0: want to uh, text 415-295-KFTC or email mailbag
4: at com. What do you think? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation.
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show. To announce the results of a two-year grand jury investigation into widespread sexual abuse of children within the Catholic Church and the systematic cover-up by senior church officials in Pennsylvania... And at the Vatican.
4: And at the Vatican. Goes way up the line. I don't which, doubt it. Which which is just... I still, and you'd think I would get it, having watched it happen in gymnastics, in the swimming, in the Catholic Church over and over again, that people are capable of doing this, that to to keep their gig they're capable of overlooking children being abused it just seems so crazy to me but it's just it, the evidence is overwhelming that's laid before you yeah wake up that this is human nature yep it's horrible got it and among people who spend in theory every day trying to focus on what can i do to you know to 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 emulate christ and and, and be a good person And uh, be loving and all that sort of stuff. And still with that focus every day. Because a lot of people, your focus every day is, how am I going to make more money? How am I going to get laid? How am I
0: going to get people to swim faster even? And we're not
4: doing this sort of stuff. But people whose focus all day every day, in theory, is how to be a good person and and, and make the world a better place. And you're willing to be involved, even if you're not one of the people that's willing to rape a kid or touch a kid. You're willing to... Hide that. Right. Because it would have a negative effect on your job. It's just mind-blowing.
0: To quote the grand jury report, we believe that the real number of children whose records were lost or who were afraid ever to come forward is in the thousands. Priests were raping little boys and girls. And the men of God who were responsible for them not only did nothing, they hid it all. For decades, monsignors, auxiliary bishops, bishops, archbishops, cardinals have mostly been protected. Many, including some named in this report, have been promoted.
4: So uh, I I don't know what you do with that. If it were any other organization, because I'm <clears throat> I'm pro religion. I I think I'm pro Catholic Church. It's it's hard to be when you hear these stories. I mean, just how would you if there's any organization? You'd think you got to just shut that down. You got to shutter it. You got to tear it down, rebuild it. You got to shut the doors and start completely over. Fire everybody.
0: I realize the difficulty of that on a practical level, but y- you have to figure out how to do that. In essence, even if you don't do it in fact, probably worth mentioning the lengthy report in investigated clergy sexual abuse dating back to 1947 in six dioceses, Pennsylvania's other two dioceses. Philadelphia, and Altoona-Johnstown have been the subjects of earlier grand jury reports, which found similarly damaging information about clergy and bishops in those dioceses. What? I'm, I'm also told, by the way, a little closer to home, that there's a, a sex scandal and a big cover-up going on in the Sacramento diocese. Well, I was about to say, same stuff.
4: I'm not an anti-religion. Or similar, I should say. A lot of people, they latch onto this story and it, it, it bolsters their, you see their, you see religion is bad conversation, which is fine if that's the way, but Staying away from that, I'm not anti-religion. I don't think religion is a is a, religion force for bad in the world. But why would I not think that that's happening all over the country when it has happened in different spots all over the world right. and all over the United States? Why To me, you're being a sap if you don't think it is going on where you are.
0: Mm-hmm. It would be very difficult to make the argument that it's more likely than not that this diocese is innocent. I mean, how could you make that argument? I don't know. We got this text from Pennsylvania to Ireland to Chile to everywhere. These things are
4: are happening. Northeast, Southern California, wherever you want to go. Uh, We got this text from the San Francisco area. I spent five years in the seminary and personally know two people who were separate subjects of a 60 Minutes episode. My brother was molested and awarded a settlement. Boy, a celibate. There's a Freudian slip because I've been wanting to talk about that. Hello. Um, He was awarded a settlement. The priest tasked with counseling him, after he was molested and got a settlement, molested him. Holy crap. What the F is going on? And so we got a text from somebody who said, it's not priests becoming pedophiles, it's pedophiles becoming priests. That's almost certainly got to be the case, right? To some extent, sure. You have that inclination. Somehow you either, you you have... I don't know, you know, like you talk about gaydar, which I don't think exists, but is there a pedophile dar? I mean, you have some sort of internal, here's a place to go if you're a pedophile and get away with it. I mean, is there something that attracts them? Well, I will tell you this. There are many of
0: folks who feel urges toward, uh, well, they have pedophilia. They have an urge to have sex with children that realize they can't do that. And so what does that equal? Celibacy. They can't have sex with anybody.
4: What's a celibacy equal? Equals being a priest. That's the first thing you'd think of if you hear the word celibacy in a career or anything. Yeah, or I realize lifestyle. that's not
0: a, like a solid chain of logic, but you see what I'm driving at. <clears throat> it's not crazy to think that a certain number of people who can accept the idea of a life of celibacy, which to some of us is unthinkable, um, would be people who already kind of realize they can't be sexually active anyway or shouldn't be. I'm telling you, St. Peter had a wife. That's all I need to hear. I know there I've read at length the rationale for celibacy among priests and nuns. I'm familiar with it. I'm not buying it. I think it's a crazy idea.
4: well, that uh that could you know could play a role probably does what percentage I don't know because you don't have to be you didn't have to be uh make a vow of celibacy to become a swim coach or a fair or enough. A gymnastics coach or whatever point and, well made. And and probably worth throwing in the the
0: many 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 priests who are men of God, um and and do nothing but good in the world because absolutely they're out there. But that you know what that does not change.
4: We also got this the, text.
0: the the astounding level of evil.
4: We also got this text. the The hardcore Muslim fundamentalists they rape boys constantly. We all know that. That's correct. Read the kite runner. Yeah. Is there something going on with globally that, that happening in uh in in hardcore Mo- Islam and happening in the Catholic Church? Is there a relationship there that it's... Does it have something to do with the nature of power? I don't know. I don't know. And and, 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 the, and an underlying question that I would love to know, what percentage of men want to have sex with children? It's clearly higher than I thought it was, but is it well, one in a thousand or one in 100? Or... I don't know.
0: There are seven plus billion people on Earth. I mean, it wouldn't have to be many as a percentage to be horrific, but I don't know.
4: I don't know, or even if you if you want to throw it into the hashtag Me Too, you know all the people that are uh, uh, molesting, raping adults. What percentage of people want to have sex with somebody that's not a willing participant? It's clearly higher than I thought it was. Yes. two years ago. Grant you that. I'll grant you that. So listen, I'm, I find myself thinking
0: about fundamentalist Islam, the Catholic Church, and cults, and there are plenty of things that those uh, three things don't have in common. But one thing that they do have in common is I come to you with the authority of God; therefore, you will submit to me. And also a level of secrecy, where you know outside the power structure, we don't, we don't, we don't whisper our secrets. And, you know, you've made the point many times, why is it every cult ends up with the leader gets to do a bunch of young women? Right, always. Or boys. It always seems to, oh, that's that's a common thread. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to get into theology here, partly because I don't want to read your danged emails, but um, Jesus was not about power at all. He was not about grand structures and
4: hierarchies, not in the least You wouldn't think, I wouldn't have thought you could have found four priests in the world that would get together and engage in stripping a kid naked and having him pose for pictures on a cross like Jesus. But there were four in one church. All right,
0: very quickly a change in policing in a major California city is an example for others
4: to follow. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show.